Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Move More, Live More podcast. My name is Logan, and I am so excited to have you here in this space with me for the next 30 to 40 minutes. Here, we are going to talk all things about mindset, mobility, and how to live our lives truthfully, live them joyously, and with zero damn apologies. Am I right? We are going to overcome our excuses together. We're going to build a more positive and productive mindset together and learn how to live the life we really want, and we're going to do it together. Let's dive in. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about all things confidence, and I know that this is such a broad topic and lots of categories that you can talk about confidence in, lots of ways you can go about it, so we will see how much we can cover today, but I'm very excited to cover this topic because I get questions about it a lot, and I talk to tons of people who want to work on their self-confidence and you know, feeling more confident in their job, their relationship, whatever it is, and so I hope that today's episode can help give you a framework and give you some action steps to take to start to build that confidence up because it is a process. It's not something that happens overnight. So looking forward to this episode and sharing all of my tips and advice with you guys. Hope you enjoy. What is up, you guys? Oh my gosh, I'm so freaking excited about this episode. I love talking about confidence and courage and all things about becoming a stronger, more badass, awesome, amazing person, woman, whoever is listening. Um, So I'm really excited to cover the confidence topic today. This is something that I uh, love learning about, I love working on, and I get questions about confidence a lot. You know, how do I build more confidence? How do I have more self-confidence? How do I have more confidence in the gym? How do I have more confidence to be able to open my own business? You know, there's so many areas of our life where confidence plays a factor in how we feel about it, in taking risks, in the success that we have. So today, I wanted to talk about a framework that I learned about building confidence in whatever area it is, and steps to kind of take and think about as far as how to build it, how to get better at it, how to have more of it, the question that we are all asking ourselves. And so I wanted to go through that, as, um, and I did this uh, as a mini training on my Instagram recently, because I feel like it's such a good way to take it in chunks and to think about it, to break it down and to give you things to think about as far as, okay, this is my first step. This is how I can break it down and not make the task or the venture seem so daunting. And these are the people I need to reach out to, those things. So that's what I want to get you thinking about today. And then I want to talk about confidence in relation to different areas of our life with our bodies, with our jobs, with the way that we present ourselves, the way we talk, the opinions we give, all of those things. Not all of them because this is a huge topic and can be talked about for days on days and we don't have that much time. So I will cover what I can and I look forward to any questions that you have to clarify or building more content off of this based on your feedback and further questions. So to start, I wanted to, before we get into the framework, I wanted to talk about a concept that I think is super, super important when you are trying to build your confidence, and that is to love and accept yourself first. 
I believe that confidence is going to be very, very difficult to gain and to build if you don't first learn how to love yourself and accept your body. And I say love yourself and accept your body because, you know, I believe that our bodies sometimes, you don't need to love where you're at. You don't need to love and obsess over the way you look and the way of your body, but you do need to accept it in order to stop making it the center of your life and making it influence your confidence. And we need to love who we are inherently, who our personality is, the things we love to do, what we believe in. We need to embrace, accept, and love those things first in order to build confidence because you are not going to have confidence, you know, going into a work meeting or starting a business or being out on the beach in a swimsuit if you don't first love and accept yourself because you need to have full belief that you are right where you need to be. You are the person that you need to be. You don't need to change who you are in order to become more confident with who you are. So I believe that that is the first step. And if you are not there yet, that is the first work that you need to do. Learn how to accept your body, accept your flaws, love the person you are, love where you're at, and be willing to grow. You can love and accept where you're at currently and still want to get better. Those don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can be working on yourself and growing and getting better and improving, even improving your body. If you tr- if you have a certain goal, you can be doing that, but in order to do it in a way that's not going to take over your life and to ruin your mind and to just make you feel so unworthy and so inadequate is to love and accept yourself where you are right now and then going forward to push and to work and to, to get better and to grow. So that is the first step is we need to love yourself. Love yourself, girl. You have so much to offer. There's a reason you are who you are. There are still things that you can change and grow to become a better person. But if you don't like reflect back on how far you've come and where you're at right now first, it's going to make the rest of the journey incredibly hard. So that's the first step. Love yourself, accept your body where you're at. Okay, so let's get into the framework for how to build confidence. And like I said, this can apply to so many things. One great example that I like to talk about is, you know, anybody who wants to be better at public speaking and you avoid all these situations of public speaking because you don't have the confidence. You don't think you can do it. And that's why you don't ever get better at it. But we'll get into that. So number one on the steps roadmap to to become more confident is to master the experience on a smaller scale. So what is the experience you are trying to become more confident at? Okay, example, let's say public speaking. You envision this dream goal of being on stage in front of thousands of people and, or even hundreds of people, or even a room of 30 people. Like, what is your end goal of the biggest room that you want to be able to speak confidently in? 
and envision that and remember that we don't get there right away. So if you always only focus on that, your fear is going to kick in because it's too big. It's okay to have big dreams and big goals, but you have to break them down. Otherwise, you are going to be like, I'm never going to get there. I don't, because there's so many steps along the way that require you to, that you have to take in order to get there. So take the experience on a smaller scale. Break it down. What is something that you can do that's way smaller right now in order to start building that confidence? Maybe it's you have an Instagram and you have never felt confident of going live on Instagram because that's kind of like public speaking, except, you know, no one is right there staring at you. But a lot of us still have the same fear with that because we know that people are watching, watching our every move. They are sitting, watching our face every, like the way it moves, what we say, the way our facial expressions are going, like looking at everything. So maybe you start there. And you just do a live Instagram video or even on your stories. Or maybe it's choosing, like asking your boss if you can lead the next team meeting, the the work meeting, whatever you have going on. Maybe it's presenting. If you've never presented, maybe it's asking your boss if you can make this presentation and give this presentation to your coworkers or to your company, however small, however big that you want to make it to start, but do something. So, and master that. So become the master of speaking in front of a room of 10 people. Be confident in that. Know that you can do that because that is where the confidence comes in is when you master something and you accomplish it and that feeling that you have of, oh my God, I did it. That's how you build the confidence because you are, it's that feedback. It's, it's feeding back to yourself that like, hey, you thought you couldn't do this. You didn't have the confidence to do it. You chose to try it anyway, and you you did it, even if it wasn't perfect. You know, mastering it means you're doing it, and you're getting better at it, and you're trying it. So master what you want to do on a smaller scale. Maybe you want to put together an online course, and that seems daunting because you have to record the videos, make the graphics. You have to buy a membership to the site you're going to put it on, email marketing, all of these things. And it's like, if you look at all of that as a whole, it's like, whoa, I don't have time for that. I can't do that. I don't have the confidence to do that. Okay, so let's start with just making a little free PDF about whatever topic you want to talk about, whatever value you want to give. Maybe it's an Instagram post that is educational and it has certain topics that you maybe would address further later on in a course, but it's like way, way simplified in an Instagram post. Because you're starting to teach, you're starting to educate, you're starting to get your voice out there about what you know, what you believe in. But it's on a way smaller scale because you didn't have to create a whole course. You didn't have to record videos. You just started putting yourself out there. You started practicing putting content together. So master it on a small scale first, and then you scale up from there. Number two is to watch and learn from people who are doing it. So I know that we all have people that we follow where, the, where we're like, I want to have her confidence. I want to be able to teach like her. I want to educate others like her. Oh my God, she slays her outfits. I want to dress like that. I want to rock outfits like that. I want to feel that confident on the beach. 
And I don't ever want us to want to be another person. It's not about that. But we can strive to be as good at something as someone else's. That's okay. It gives us a goal. It gives us a motivation. It gives us someone to look up to. So who are these people? Like who comes to mind when I just said that? Who are you always looking to for advice? Who are you always looking to to model and admire and get get tips from? Who are those people that come to mind? Watch and learn from those people who are doing it. Who has accomplished what you want to accomplish? Watch what they are doing. Learn from them. Listen to their stories. How did they get there? What types of things have they done to get there? What types of work have they done? Who have they listened to? What conferences did they go to? What books did they read? What courses did they take? What people did they recruit? What kind of personal changes did they have to make to get to where they're at? And people who are so willing to share that information are such a vital resource to anybody following in their footsteps that wants to do the same thing. But we have to see them as a resource. We cannot look to them and be jealous or have envy or resentment. We have to say, I'm so grateful that they are sharing their journey with me because it gives me the guidelines to how I can do it too. So watch these people, learn from them, learn what they are doing, take notes so that you can put those things into action, which is number three. You cannot just watch and learn. You have to do. So three is to model the behaviors of those who are doing it. Don't just listen to what they're saying. Don't just watch what they're doing. Do what they're doing. So what books are they reading? Read those books. What courses did they take? Take those courses. Are they hosting a free webinar? Get in the webinar. Watch their Instagram posts. Listen to their tips. Implement them. They are laying out exactly how to do it for you. And I realize I am associating a lot of this with social media because it's such a great resource for this. But this is anybody in your life, in your company. Let's talk about in your company at work. If you have someone in your company that has total confidence, who rocks the meetings, who gives amazing presentations, watch how they do it. Watch how they prepare. What do they do to prepare? How do they get the creative juices flowing? Do they exercise? How do they keep themselves healthy so that they stay confident? Like literally all of these little things. And then ask them. Ask them how they did it. How did they become so confident? And I guarantee you, The majority of the people are not just going to turn around and say, oh, it was just a normal, like I was born like this, because they're lying. (laughs) I believe that everybody builds it. And so ask them, ask how they did it. What can they do to help you? What resources can they provide for you? And what can you use? And then do those things because you can read all the books. You can watch all the videos. You can attend whatever conference you want that promises to change your life. But it only does that if you come back from it and do what they told you to do. Take action. Try things. That is the only way that you change. So don't just watch and learn. You have to model the behaviors and do those things. And then it's all that feedback. You will start to see, okay, you did this and you realize, hey, like, oh my gosh, I can do that. That feels really good. I got good feedback from that. Maybe I can do this. And then you do another thing. It's like, oh yeah, like I'm starting to believe in myself more. Oh, I'm realizing that I need to change who I'm around. So number four kind of goes with that is to surround yourself with people 
who are doing the same thing and who are supporting each other. And this is so, so important because do you know how hard it is to build your confidence if everyone around you is tearing you down, is criticizing you, is telling you that you can't do it or that you won't do it or you don't have it, like you don't have the skills, you don't have the knowledge, you didn't go to school enough, nobody's going to buy from you, nobody's going to listen to you, maybe you should just stick with your job. How hard is it going to be to build your confidence when that is what your mind is being fed every single day? Very hard. And it does come with a huge part of you believing in yourself. You should be so excited and energized and passionate about what you're doing that you don't need anybody else to tell you it's okay. But I'm telling you, it makes a difference when the voices all around you are tearing down your confidence. And not even just your confidence. If you are surrounded by people who are constantly tearing themselves down, it also makes it a lot more likely that you're going to fall into that same pattern. So what do we do instead? Surround yourself with people who support you, who encourage you, and who are going through this too. So, you know, find a Facebook community, find a group, find a mentorship group, find a mentor, find a coach, find a uh, group of people at work, Um, find a group of people in your fitness studio, wherever you're trying to build confidence, a group of people who are excited about learning how to public speak, like find these groups of people and hang out with them, talk with them, learn from them because when you're surrounded by people who are going through what you're going through, It makes it a lot easier because you can talk about the struggles. You can talk about the victories. They're going to fully encourage you and support you because they know exactly how you feel. And they know exactly how it feels to overcome your fear and to feel that victory and to do the scary thing. They know how amazing that feels. So they know how it feels for you and they're going to celebrate you and support you. And it just keeps perpetuating this cycle of doing the next thing and doing the next thing and building more confidence. And you have these people who have your back and who are going through it with you. That's with anything. You know, anything that we go through in life, it feels good to have other people that are going through it too, who have been through it, who you can talk through. They understand what it feels like. They understand, you know, they can tell you what, how they got out of it or how they got better. Whatever it is, it means so much to have a supportive community. So if you are truly serious about building more confidence, you have to do a really hard audit of who you're allowing into your circle. What voices are you allowing into your life, into your conversations, and how are they impacting your progress with your confidence? Do you need to change who you are surrounding yourself with? Or are there people that you just need to choose not to talk about certain things with? And this is so important, like, especially like if it's your family, you know, some people who become entrepreneurs or are trying to do something new and different, sometimes their family does not support them. And you also cannot let that stop you. And it doesn't mean that you cut your family out of your life. That's not the solution either. But it does mean that you need to be more cautious or more intentional about who you are talking about certain things with. So when you are home visiting your parents and they're not supportive of your online business, 
don't talk about your online business. It doesn't mean it's not legitimate. It doesn't mean you're not proud of it. But if you're only going to get questions and negative feedback and negative comments and doubting, like then you just don't bring it up. That's just not a topic of conversation that you can have with them, and that's okay. There's a lot of other things going on in your life that you can talk about. But especially when it's people close to you that don't agree with you or don't understand you, it makes it really hard if you are constantly trying to get them to support you and they're just not. You have to just choose to support yourself and be decisive about who you are having certain conversations with and what topics you talk about. And if they bring it up, you know, maybe because they want to antagonize you about it, then just say, you know, that's just not something that I want to talk about with you guys. So let's change the subject to talk about something different. And they should respect that. You have a choice to do that. So it's not about cutting people out of your life. Some people, you might need to cut them out of their life if they are just toxic overall. But when it's like your family, that creates an extra hard conflict there. And you have to be careful about the way you go about that. It's not about cutting them out. It's just talking about all other topics of your life except that. And holding that part of your life for that supportive group of people that you have found. So those are kind of four steps and gives you a framework of how you can build that. And obviously, this does not happen right away. This happens over time. You have to practice it and you have to build it and you have to keep trying and keep finding new ways to test your confidence. You cannot gain more confidence if you don't practice and test it. How do you know the limits of your confidence if you don't test it? If you don't do something that you don't feel confident in, you know, how do you know where where the, the limits of your confidence is? If you look at some situation and you just say, I can't do that, that's not trying. You know, if you don't have confidence in speaking in front of people, are you going to go the rest of your life being afraid of that? Or if, do you want to build your confidence and test it? Okay, huh, how many people can I speak in front of today? How many people can I do next month? How can I become more confident in the way that I speak during this presentation, or maybe you want to become a better fitness instructor. You know, you just feel you, or you want to become a fitness instructor at all, but you don't know if you have the confidence to command a room, to motivate people, to encourage people. Okay, then grab a couple friends and hold. You know, just do a workout together where you design it and you're leading them through it. There's no pressure. You have supportive people there, and you get to practice the words you're going to say. You get to practice your energy, what your style is. That's the only way to build it is to practice with your confidence, to test it, to push yourself to get better at it. So you have to continuously work at it. It will not happen overnight and it doesn't happen without action. The action breeds the confidence. Confidence is so inherent, like it's so internal that there is no way of knowing on the outside like what someone's level of confidence is. What I mean by this for a personal example for me is, you know, when I was not super confident in my body and I didn't fully accept it and I didn't embrace it and I was so self-conscious about it, but yet the style of clothing was, you know, crop tops and short shorts and, you know, I was at a point where I didn't feel totally confident in those clothes, but I thought if I wore them, that it would show people that I was confident in my body, no matter what I look like. And that was a bunch of baloney. <laughs> I didn't. 
I did not feel fully confident in my body, but I thought that like looking like everybody else or sticking with the trends would kind of give me that persona of, yeah, she's confident in her body, even though she's not stick thin or she's confident in her body no matter what size she is. I wasn't, but it was so like mental. It was such a mental game. And that was such a, like an outward showing. So the way that people dress, the what they say, you know, if they say things that they always say what's on their mind or, you know, their very loud personality, that doesn't mean they're confident in what they're saying. That might mean that they are not confident and so they they put out this high energy or they put out this loud energy to make them seem confident because, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, if you say what's on your mind, you must be confident in what you're saying. You must be a confident person if she's just saying what she wants. But that could just be a way of hiding your actual level of confidence because that's easier than actually addressing what makes you insecure or what you're not confident about. So don't believe that outward appearances and what people post on Instagram and those things, don't believe all of these outward external things and and how they relate to confidence. Yes, people exude confidence like in the way that they speak and what they're doing and the actions that they take. And that's the thing that I really like to look at is I think that confidence is so represented in the actions that you take, in what you do. Are you doing scary things to build that confidence? Because you may not have the confidence when you first do it, but you are trying because you know that once you put yourself out there, it's like, oh my God, I I did it. I thought it was hard and I did it. And so you become more confident that you can do scary things. And confidence is, you know, it's, I feel like it's an energy that people just have, you know? It's no one, like, characteristic. It's not one external thing that people do or say or have. It is an energy that you feel, like, when someone commands a room, when someone is fully confident in who they are and what they have to bring and what they have to say and in how they're living their life, you feel it. And those are the people that you, like, are so attracted to their energy. You're like, I want to be like that. I want to have that energy. I want to live at that frequency. Like, I want to have so much confidence that other people around me feel it. And as a result, they become more confident. Like, it's this energy that just spreads around. And it's a positive energy. That's also how you know. Like, it's confidence is a positive energy that people exude. Cockiness is a negative energy. There is a difference. And I'm not going to get into breaking down cockiness because I think that we have talked enough about what confidence is. I don't need to talk about, you know, what cockiness is. But confidence and cocky, confident and cocky are different. And it's the energy that you feel. Is it a positive energy? Does it inspire you? Do you just feel that they embrace and are excited about sharing their energy? Or is it a negative energy where it's everybody look at me It's an energy that you can feel and you know those people. You know both types of those people and you can't decipher those types of people, like I said, from one specific thing that they say when they're celebrating a success they had. That doesn't automatically mean that they're cocky. That could mean that they are confident. But how do they do it? How do they share the message? What energy do they have around it? That's how you know 
whether their energy is positive or negative, whether where that confidence is and what their level of confidence is. And I hope that as I'm saying this, these people are coming to mind of who you're thinking of and who just exude this energy that you are so attracted to because it inspires you to to be that way and to build that yourself. And this is how you do it is by taking these baby steps, doing little things every day to test your confidence in order to grow it. Learning how other people did it, taking action. Modeling what other people are doing, taking action. Mastering, you know, the experience on a smaller scale and then taking it the next step and the next step and the next step. And then surrounding yourself with people who are supportive and who are in the trenches with you working on it. It is so rewarding when you finally feel you know, confident in that thing that you've been working so hard on. And that's the other thing is it's not just you reach a certain level and you're just confident for life. If you keep testing yourself and keep trying to grow, you are going to continue to not feel confident in certain areas. As you go through life, there's going to be new obstacles and new challenges that are going to constantly test your confidence. So you don't just magically reach this level of confidence and then you're good for life. And if you do feel like you're kind of stagnant there, it means you're not growing. It means you're not pushing yourself. You always have to test yourself in order to get better and to grow. Okay? Love it, love it, love it. Love this topic. And like I said, there's so many like deep dives you could do into different topics about confidence and different areas of feeling confident. But I feel like we got a good idea of where to start with it and how to break it into small chunks And, you know, how we today can start to build confidence in certain areas of our life that we hold as a priority right now. It's learning, you know, where do you want to start? What area do you want to start to feel more confident in? And then work on that. And I guarantee as a result, some of that confidence that you build is going to blend into some of those other areas. It's just going to be a result of the person that you become as you take these steps and as you become an overall more confident human being. I love it. I hope you guys take action on these. And uh, as always, I love hearing your feedback and any questions about anything we talked about today. I hope you have a great rest of your day wherever from wherever you are listening. And I will catch you next time. Yes, loved this episode. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for listening. Confidence and courage, two of my favorite topics, and I have learned so much, and I'm still learning, about building confidence, and like I said in this episode, you have to continuously work on it, so if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, tag me on social media when you're listening, tag me from where you're listening right now, are you, well, don't pick up your phone if you're in your car, and wait till you get to your destination and then tag me. But if you're at home, if you're at work, wherever you're listening, tag me, let me know, and give me some feedback on the episode. Share with your friends if you liked it. Ask any questions that you have. So excited to uh, catch you guys next week. Talk to you later.